P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. This episode is entitled How to Take a Break as a Business Owner. And I am joined by Lisa Speransky of Ivy Tutors Network. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I am so happy to have you here. I know that a lot of my listeners are business owners And this has been a conversation. We definitely had a conversation about being an entrepreneur, but, you know, women business owners, we are increasing out here. So I know that we are always looking for ways to take a break and to hear other women's stories. So I want you to. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, I'm so happy you're here. Can you just kick us off by sharing with the listeners your career background and your journey to Ivy Tutors? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's a it's a bit of a long, long, windy story. But um, I actually started Ivy Tutors Network as a tutoring company when I was in college. So that was 18 years ago, I was at over at Columbia University. And I hired the smartest kids in my classes <laughs> to, <laughs> um, to work and, uh, you know, teach the subjects that they are that they were super passionate about um, to the younger population in New York City. So I noticed that there was this big niche. I actually grew up in New York and I felt like, you know, wow, there's this population of really, really passionate undergrad and graduate school students who are um, fantastic at, um, uh, you know, knowing how to study and getting into this really fantastic school. Um, And they have so much to share with younger students. And I was really obsessed. I still am really, really obsessed with this idea of finding joy in learning. So how can we make that process of learning not painful, but really fun and exciting? So that was my, that was the start. Now that was 18 years ago. When I graduated college, I um, followed a different passion that I had, and that was in product design. So for 13 years after I finished college, I worked in consumer products, working on the business end of design. And I still had Ivy Tutors Network, if you can believe it. People thought I was crazy. I I, I sort of didn't sleep <laughs> for 13 <laughs> years. I think that was it. I think I just didn't sleep for 13 years <laughs> um, because I had Ivy Tutors Network and I was, I was so lucky to have wonderful people who worked for me and really took care of my company. And at the same time, I was learning a lot in the corporate, corporate world. And, um, you know, my last two roles were actually CEO roles for the U.S. division of European baby, baby brands. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, so I got, a, you know, I definitely learned a ton. It was really, it was really a, a good, um, I, I think a good thing for me to get that corporate experience. And people asked me, you know, 
you work so much. This is kind of nuts. Why don't you, I don't know, sell Ivy Tutors Network or just not do it anymore? Why are you in corporate? And, and I, I think I always knew that I would come back. You know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And I uh-huh. always knew that I would come back to Ivy Tutors Network um, for so many reasons. First of all, I, I think education is such an important place to be and to innovate and to, to help our, the community. Um, and, uh, so for that reason, and also because I knew I'd, 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 I'd come back to working for myself. Oh my God. That makes sense. But you know, this whole story is so brilliant. I'm already like the gems of how you started this while you were a student. Uh, I'm a mother of a college sophomore and I'm always, I'm actually, oh, wow. I'm always encouraging her on growing things while she's in college. I'm like, you're doing the things here. You're in graphic design. And she has, she's, she's done some stuff and I've pushed her out to do some things. So I think it's so important Exciting. to hear how you can birth things. You can birth a business while you're in college and still go off. Like it feels like Ivy tutors was your love. You knew you were going to come back to it and you still went out into corporate and we're yep. doing, having these big positions out here and juggling both as an entrepreneur and someone working this this regular nine to five, which is something that um, a lot of this culture now, um, mm. people like, you know, you pick one job, right? So you're going to be a broke entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it like that, but you see a lot of it. And I've read a lot of articles about that. Um, but I love hearing stories of people that, you know, were growing their entrepreneurial business while still working their nine to five. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what I wasn't good at back then that I've gotten so much better at. That's taking a break. <laughs> I did not take any, many breaks those 13 years. Oh, fine. I can imagine it. And so that was going to be like my question for you, which was right. when all those people were telling you, <laughs> sell Ivy Tutors, why are you doing this? Do you sleep? Of course, you just told me you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you did not sleep. How did you manage juggling the corporate career and your own business, your, you know, your business, the Ivy Tutors business on the side, if you will? Did you yeah. help? Um, did you work on one from nine to five and another one from like five to midnight? How did you manage that? Exactly. You got it. It was a, it was absolutely, you know, I, I was, I was obviously very serious about my career. So, and especially moving up the ranks quickly, you really need to be all in when you're in the office. Right. So I couldn't do both at the same time. It's not like now when people work from home, it it was back-to-back meetings. It was lots of travel. So yeah, I wouldn't say nine to five, probably like nine to seven Uh, (laughs) was corporate (laughs) and then seven to midnight, you know, was oh my um, was my own thing but no um i i um it wasn't like that every day i um I, uh, I had really wonderful people working for me at ivy tutors network who who did a lot of the um the important work and you know i would put in time um evenings and weekends you know when i needed to help at month close or if if um certain situations you know, uh, reached a point that they boiled up to me. Um, but part of what I'm really proud of is creating a company where, you know, the operations were really self-sufficient and, um, uh, it didn't need that much intervention from the owner of the company. Now, that being said, 
you know, the company has done well all the uh-huh. 18 years that it was, um, that it existed, but it didn't grow that much until I came back to it two years ago. So, you know, there was nobody, I wasn't working in there full time. So there was nobody doing strategy. There was nobody, um, continuing to innovate, um, uh, you know, doing important things like that, that somebody that, that the, that the founder or, or active CEO, you know, can do. So that's been really exciting to come back and, and really put, put my, um, my thinking cap on for my company and really put all of my energy into my company versus somebody else's. That's good. And that's a good point. Cause it's almost like it needed to grow. The company needed your vision. And Absolutely. That it sustained without you being there because you had systems in place, but to grow, it needed you. Oh, a hundred percent. To do that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, I say that I was overworked and I didn't sleep those 13 years, which it is partially true. I, the things that we do, <laughs> when, the things we do when we're young, I mean, you know, I can't imagine that now I need my full eight hours now. <laughs> um, but, um, but, but I, I, I always had tools, you know, one thing, um, one thing that that's really important to me, um, is yoga has always been yoga. Um, and I, um, I, I really, I really feel it when I don't do any stretching or meditating. Um, I, I feel like I kind of like, I reach a, I reach a wall and I can't go on. And, and for me, um, you know, uh, stretching daily, uh, is something that gives me a lot of clarity and it gives me, um, kind of, it feels like it opens pathways. Like it allows, allows me to think clearer, you know, um, and, uh, and get more done. So I always had that, even though I didn't take many breaks. I love that. But, you know, that was good that you were able to work and then you still had an outlet that allowed you to be rooted and connected to your body. Um, I just talked to someone in another episode about stressors, especially for women, you know, women, Mm. African-American women were having um, heart attacks and other heart issues younger and younger now. Mm. But that is because, you know, we work through the pain. We work past those stressors because we're not in tune to our body. So Mm. you were juggling those two careers, but you recognize that you would hit a wall if you did not have that stretching or that yoga that kind of cleared, you know, provided that, cl- that clarity and opened up those pathways for you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, like my body, you know, would not let me forget it. Like it just, it, it, I just hit a, you know, I just kind of hit a mental and physical wall. Um, if I, if I didn't take that time, and that had that has happened to me before. You know, there there are times where I almost feel where I almost felt sick or something, and then I realized uh-huh. that oh wait, I I haven't really been doing any stretching. I haven't been doing those classes. I've really missed that um, during the pandemic. You know, um, uh-huh. it, it's I, I feel like it's not not quite. Obviously, it's better than nothing, but it's not quite the same to to do that at home for some reason. It, it's it's true. like yeah. It's like the whole thing, like, like actually making the space in my life, the time to, you know, get up, 
you know, change, grab the yoga mat, walk over to the yoga studio. It's, it's, it's the whole thing, you know, (laughs) it's the process It's the process of, um, taking a break. Like a lot of times when we create that routine, cause it's like our body, we're alerting our body that it's time to take a break now that we're, that's right from home is like our body and our mind has not transitioned because we're like, well, girl, you've been here all day. So I don't know what you're, what's happening. I know. Now it's like Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like now we're doing yoga or are you going right. to like, what, what are we doing? So yeah, I feel that yeah. I've been working out from home um, mm. and trying to do dance from home. Dance was a big thing for me, but it's oh, fun. It feels different. You know, it's like my body is still kind of like, oh, are you really taking a break or? (laughs) Right, right. And now that I, now that I think about it, when I used to get up and walk to the yoga studio, right, that's more break time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so now I can, I can, I can turn on a yoga class and I can look at my, my watch and say, you know what? Oh gosh, I only have 30 minutes. All right. So then it's literally 30 minutes, not 31 or 29 mm-hmm. or 32, you know, it's exact. Like you turn it on, you turn it off and, and, you know, walking to the yoga studio, maybe was 15 minutes and then I, they didn't have any half hour classes. You were in a class that was an hour or 90 minutes. So you, you stayed for as long as it was. And then maybe you talk to the teacher after, or you put away your mat another 10 minutes, then you walk back 15 minutes. So that's actually, what is that? Like two hours of a break mm-hmm. yeah. versus my, my 30 minutes that I squeeze in now. So thinking about it that way, that's a huge difference. It's four times the time, you know, it is. Yeah. How long are your, how long are your dance sessions? So they range from 30 minutes sometimes um, to an hour. So I, I do dance. I'm oh, that's good. Kettlebell classes and things like that. But again, the difference is when I did those dance classes, there was mm. a chance of my kids or anybody coming in there to interrupt. <laughs> yes. It's like I said, so everything is a process because that was like my escape. And like I was telling somebody, I was like, that was my escape. You know, you love the little boogers, but then you're like, (laughs) this was mommy's break. That was kind of like my break, you know, drive in the car, drink my water, prep myself, get in the class, other (laughs) grownups, you know, um, at my studio or wherever I'm working out, then come back. There's another little break time in the car playing whatever music, still in my, my exercise mood. So as I said, it's not much of a transition here because I'm still at home and everybody's right. at home. Right, right, so that's, right. That's so just interesting, yeah. Mentally, it's a different kind of break too. You're sort of, you're still, you're like, you know, your ears are still perked to see if like anybody's screaming in the other room. Like you're, right. you're not fully removed. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I was going to say that the other, um, um, the other real break that I think a lot of us are missing is our commute time. You know, those of us who have switched from working in an office to working at home, which is so interesting. Whoever thought they'd miss their commute. Exactly. Especially so Atlanta, (laughs) just traffic. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. um, And so I actually moved so I could gain some of my time back once my, uh, my youngest daughter, got a little mm. so I moved, mm. moved we moved downtown so my commute went from being like an hour to being like 11 minutes and I told people, Ooh. 
I told people, I said, it's kind of funny though. I said, because, you know, I lost some of my reading time because I would read on the train. Right. I would read on the train. And then when I got right, I would listen to podcasts. And so by decreasing that time, it's like I had to kind of flip all of that around because I lost all of my podcast time. I lost all of my reading time, even though I gained more time. Yeah. Else. So I actually could enjoy cooking and not being rushed when I moved downtown. But it's interesting, these time shifts. And that's definitely something I've thought about um, since we have yeah. been working from home is that people are complaining about commute and now you don't have that break because that's who I saw on the train. Most people on the train were people, you know, we were reading, we were listening to things. Right. Or, you know, we were prepping for our day or prepping for our right. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, and to your earlier point, it's time that you're, that you're not at home. So you're sort of, you're, you're, it's also a little bit of a, of a break from family time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, which has its pluses and minuses, of course. It's pluses and minuses, so yeah. Yeah, but, yeah so, mm-hmm. oh, so... But that is a good segue for us. Um, when we talk about gaining time and losing time, um, the transition for you, because you were working, you like maybe like a nine to seven or a seven to seven in your nine to five job, and you transitioned right. from that into working Ivy Tutor's full time. What was yes. his shift in transitioning to Ivy Tutors full time? You know, um, it was quite difficult. It was, it was much harder than I, than I thought it would be. I really, I, you know, speaking of pluses and minuses, I really only saw the pluses. I thought this is going to be great. I'm going to, you know, have time for everything I never had time for before. <laughs> and, um, and while, you know, I am more of a master of my own time when I worked corporate, I, I probably traveled. If, if anybody can remember what, what travel is like, right. <laughs> it's like airplane <laughs> travel. Remember that? <laughs> um, I, so I did that. Uh, it was like 60% of my job at the, at the end, you know, so I was, a, I was aware. Wow. And so of course I got a lot of my time back, but but when you work for yourself, I think, you know, and, and especially when you work at home, you, you get really in the groove and you really push yourself hard because, you know, if something's not working, it's, it's all you, all, all of it, everything's on you. And you, you get this, this other extreme, which is like, you wake up, you know, eat breakfast, brush your teeth, get dressed, walk over to the office, which is like 20 steps. And then you can really <laughs> look up what seems like five minutes later and it's eight hours later, Oh wow. you know? So that, that's the other extreme is like, you know, the number of what I wanted to do at Ivy's tutor at Ivy tutors was limitless. You know, I had to bring the entire company to the 21st century. We launched the website, start marketing, you know, put together a, a one year, one quarter, five year, 10 year strategy. So there was so much to do that and and everything seemed to be on my shoulders that I didn't have a big corporate team anymore, you know? Um, And so I, um, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I, at the beginning was really, was really working too hard and um, not doing any of those things that I dreamed that I was going to do, like taking middle of the day yoga classes and things like that. But I've changed that since, you know, that was, um, you know, at the beginning that I, that I, I, I had a hard time finding the balance and I think I've, I'm better at it now. 
Okay. So how did you find the balance? So basically, how did you figure out how to take a break in this new role? And what tips can you offer yeah. listeners? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so glad you asked. Um, you know, we mentioned the commute time earlier. Yes. And, um, you know, one thing that I try to do is give myself that time back. So I found the time to commute, right? You, you said you were, you lived, what was it, close to an hour away, yes. your commute? Yeah, so you used to be able to take that time. So that time should still exist somewhere. And what I do now, and this is really, really important in my day, is I block off time during the day and I, and I call it a commute. Now, I'm not really commuting anywhere, <laughs> but, but what I do is I walk. And, um, and that's sort of the bare minimum. So if the day is nuts, um, I know that I still, I have that in my calendar and it's not negotiable, right? It's a priority. That walk is a priority. It's a priority because it's good for you physically. You know, I feel better like my, my body and I don't gain as much weight as, (laughs) as I do, as I did when I didn't do that. Um, but also it's really great mentally. So when I come back from that walk, sometimes I'll, I feel like I have more ideas. I have a fresher perspective on things, uh-huh. you know, um, it's just, it does wonders um, that way as well. And the other thing I do um, during that quote unquote commute is I, I read. Um, I, my husband tells me not to say that because it's not reading, it's listening. I listen to books. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I listen to audiobooks. Um, he doesn't want us to imagine you like reading a book and walking into a tree and walking in the middle of traffic. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Hit by a car. Yeah. No, no, I do not, do not recommend that to listen to the, to the listeners <laughs> do audiobooks. Yeah, I do audiobooks and in general, um, that, that commute time, that, that daily walk time, um, is reserved for like business books and self-help books. So Uh books that are going to make me feel better and give me new perspectives and new ideas. So, you know, I'm a big reader. I, I read, I read fiction when I have time. I love that, but that's not what that commute time was for. That commute time is for like, you know, business books for, for my my Brene Brown podcast for, for things that are going to inspire me and give me ideas. And, and sometimes I call my grandmother. Well, <laughs> that is good too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's so important to me. I, it's, um, I, I put an hour in my calendar for it, but, uh, you know, it's probably, I probably, the, the, the actual walking portion, listening to audiobook or talking to grandma portion is probably about 40 minutes, but all in with like getting dressed and, you know, getting ready for it and coming back and get, you know, getting back on the computer. I block off an hour. That is good. Um, yeah, that I highly recommend that if, it, if it's possible, you know, for people. I mean, because like you said, I, I like how you say it. It's non-negotiable. Um, yes. I had an episode a little while back where I talked about, you know, even 15 minutes, making sure that you take that 15 minutes. That's your time. You yes. Time. Um, it's so funny. I used to have these huge walk-in closets before we moved. And that used mm. to be a reading area. And the kids knew that if I was in there, they were not to disturb me. 
And that was oh, I love that. 20 That's minutes that I used to take. And I would sit there in my closet and I had this um, huge chase lounge up inside my closet. Just, I miss that closet. But, uh, <laughs> but I would read. Great. I would sit there in the closet and read. And it was just so comfortable. And that was my time. Right now, what I've done, I did not, I don't, I didn't do the commute time. That sounds genius. I might start um, <laughs> that, but I have scheduled in my nighttime routine into my phone. So it starts at 8 30 and goes up into me being in bed by like 10 30. Oh, gives me like 30 minute time, time increments of me, like wash your face and meditate or read. I love that and drink or read and make tea or something like that. But it's 30 minute chunks of a nighttime routine. And that's it. Like I will cut people off and I'm like, all right, so you know, it's 830. This is part of my winding down time. And I love it because it pops up on my phone. So it's a signal. Like even if I was thinking to go over it, I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to get strict with yourself. Right. And, and put that time in your calendar. Yes. So I think that's the biggest, that's it. That's the biggest takeaway from this episode is just put the time in your calendar and make it non-negotiable. Right. A hundred percent. And again, if we, if most of us, I, you know, now I would think a lot of us are working from home or have some kind of changes where there there's, there's less commute time. So, you know, we used to commute. So that time, you know, you can find that time again, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's there for you. It is there for you. All right, Lisa, I have loved our conversation. Oh, me too. Let everybody know where we can find you on social media and all of your other platforms. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we're Ivy Tutors Network. That's ivytutorsnetwork.com. If uh, anyone wants to, uh, you know, talk about education for their child, we work with kids all the way from two years old um, up to getting into college. So up to oh, wow. uh, the college admissions process. Yeah. And we, we have tutors who specialize in each, in each age group, um, uh, of course. So uh, social um, at Ivy Tutors Network, um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and, you know, I'll just say, if anybody wants to talk about an education topic or needs advice on, any, on anything, um, I know that the pandemic has been a particularly very, very difficult time for parents with kids in school because school has just not been the same. Um, so I, I, I want to say reach out. I'm happy to chat with anyone. Um, you know, I've been doing this for 18 years. <laughs> um, so I'm Lisa at ivytutorsnetwork.com lisa at ivytutorsnetwork.com all right and everyone i will have all of her information in the show notes and stick around i'll be back with the three breakaways and we're back i hope you guys enjoyed that episode lisa provided so much information Um, As someone who is building a business on the side while working a demanding nine to five, I know I definitely found a lot of this conversation helpful and I hope you did as well. But we're going to jump right into it with the three breakaways from how to take a break as a business owner. Breakaway number one, growth often requires a full commitment. So, 
you listen back through this episode, she talks about how she worked that nine to five and she has been doing this thing with Ivy Tutors since she was in college. She's been doing this for 18 years. The business sustained while she was doing her nine to five. So she was able to still kind of run it and things were moving, but the business did not grow until she committed to it full time. So we're looking at it now from this business angle, right? That growth requires full commitment. But think about your career. If you're not fully committed to your nine to five career, say you don't even have a side hustle. If you're not fully committed, if you're not taking extra trainings, if you're not doing classes, trying to learn and better yourself, you won't grow on that job. If you are not fully committed to a relationship, you know how we had those commitment talks, ladies and and gents. (laughs) If you're not fully committed, that relationship won't grow. It won't flourish. So think about what you are committed to, fully committed to. Document and assess that growth. Growth often requires a full commitment. All right, breakaway number two. Find what opens your pathway to clarity. So in this case of Lisa, she says that is yoga. For you, it could be walking. It could be immersing yourself in writing or in music. But what opens up your mind? What gives you clarity when you're in the midst of stress and things just bearing down on you in your life? Find that thing. Find what opens your pathway to clarity. And finally, Breakaway number three, block off break time, make it non-negotiable, and define the process. Lisa talks about being at home now. We're all working from home. Your commute time is probably 30 seconds to get to your desk, right? From upstairs into across your room or wherever your workstation is located. But that commute time is not technically gone. Put it in your phone. That is what she did. Y'all have heard my computer's chiming a couple of times this episode. Apologies. But block off that break time. Make it non-negotiable and define the process. You used to have an hour and maybe 30 minutes to go to your yoga class or to go work out at the gym. That was time for you to get dressed. Time for you to get in the car. Time for you to drive there. Get there, take the class, and drive back. Put that in your calendar if you don't have it anymore. And just make that your break time. Put it in there as a break time in your schedule on your iPhone, on your Android, on your computer, in your um, journal that you have or your planner that you have. Give yourself that time. Black, block off that time and tell people that it's non-negotiable. That time stays. It's not something that people can take over. They can define for you. You've already defined it. You've already defined it. That's your break. Take your break gain your clarity. Take a break to do the things that you want and need to do. I'm going to repeat those three breakaways for us. Breakaway number one, growth often requires a full commitment. Breakaway number two, find what opens your pathway to clarity. And breakaway number three, block off break time, make it non-negotiable and define the process. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thanks for taking a break to listen to the episode. Connect with me at PM Kester, 
that's K-E-S-T-E-R on Instagram, or email thekestergroup at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.